Hey guys, it's Jacob, aka Scott and I want to wish you a very happy new year. Thank you for the love and support for the Base to Base podcast. We're going to keep going on through 2021. Uh, today's the very first interview of the year, and this is with Jeff of Riverview. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to the pop punk communities on Facebook. Um, I put out a pop punk song with uh, my band Late Again earlier this year, and we went. I joined a bunch of communities. I put out the song. I put out my interview with Ryan from Goalkeeper, and I got nothing but like positive responses and people reaching out. So because of networking and because of that Facebook group, I actually met uh, Riverview and College Radio, No Home, uh, and it goes on. So just a quick shout out to that community and a shout out to you for listening. Please enjoy this um, interview with Jeff from Riverview and check them out on Spotify. Let's just get started. Um, when did you know that music was going to be a part of your life? Or yeah, so um, I kind of I kind of dabbled around in music for a, a long time. I mean, I knew it was just a passion that I had, um, you know, ever since I was a young kid, just with uh, listening to music and, and finding finding bands, you know, that you liked, or you know, your mom would take you to the store um, and and you buy you know buy CDs for you. This was like long before uh, YouTube and all that. You probably can relate to that with with everything. So. I mean, I, I always knew it was a passion of mine, um, but I didn't really get seriously into playing and, and learning music until I was probably um, in my early 20s, um, I guess about 10 years ago. Okay. Um, 18, so, uh, about 18 to 20. I started you know, playing guitar and just reading tabs and stuff when I was in high school. But after I graduated high school, I kind of took it a little more seriously when I had more free time and you know, started taking lessons and stuff. So... It's oh, been, nice. you know, yeah. Um, but I'd say early on, man, first time I heard System of a Down changed my <laughs> life, you know? Yeah. My, 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 parent, my parents were classic rockers, so I, I grew up on, like, Black Sabbath and Zeppelin and all that good stuff. And then, you know, I kind of, once I found, uh, a, you know, straight from the path of the classic rock into, into new age, you know, new metal and shit like that, uh, it was kind of cool, so. Do you remember like uh, what system song that that you heard that kind of drew you to them? Yeah, I think the first time I heard like Chop Suey, and I was just like, "This is like what is going on in my ears right now." Like, just it was just chaotic, and it was a lot, and it was, um, it was just crazy. But I, I listened to like I guess you know when I was a kid, like Corn was cool. And, uh, you know, Disturbed and stuff like that. And then uh, System of a Down was just, like, to me, heavier. And I was like, this is, like, heavy. And, yeah. uh, and, it, was, and it was, like, chaotic, you know. For sure. It had melody, but it was, like, it was, like, chaotic, you know. And it was, you know, a lot of, like, radio stuff wasn't like that at the time. So that was pretty cool, you know, finding that or whatever. Yeah. Uh, man, I, I love System, too. Um, the new stuff's great. It just sound, sounds like system. Um, yeah. Do you remember, like, any songs, like, where the bass, like, maybe stick out or, like, just any songs, like, growing up that you re really remember the bass player or bass line uh -huh. from? I, I I grew up, like, loving guitar. Like, guitar was my thing. I, you know, I played guitar my whole life. Or not my whole life, but, you know, since I've been playing musical instruments, guitar was the first thing I picked up and, and been playing. 
Um, so bass, like recently, in like the last four or five years has been something I've been playing um, in a few bands and uh, Riverview, my band now, you know, they, they needed a bass player um, and I can play bass. And I was like, hey, I need a band. So I was like, it worked out pretty good, you know, but um, I'd say bass like has been standing out to me a lot, like in maybe more like like indie rock kind of bands. Like it seems like the bass lines are a little more prominent. Um, I like movements a lot. I don't know if you know movements. Yeah. Um, they're, yeah. So, so they have some awesome bass lines and, and it's kind of like, I feel like the bass complements the lead guitar a lot because they only have, you know, one guitarist right now. And uh, so he plays a lot of leads and then they just have the bass kind of backing it. So I think that kind of sounds cool, but my, my true love, like, I don't know. Once I got out of like the new metal phase and I started like getting into music, like my love was like hardcore, you know, was, was big for me. Like I was big into hardcore bands and uh, like knock loose has like killer bass parts, like just heavy, like dirty, you know, sounding bass. And uh, I love when it's just a drum beat and then the bass is just playing and yeah. it's like a break kind of, you know, oh, yeah, um, like that, that, that hardcore music, like is just like to me awesome. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I just, you know, the bass fills everything in and playing live with, you know, a bass rig and stuff is just feels like you can feel like the bass just punishing behind you. So. Yeah. Especially heavy music. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Heavy music playing and drop tuning. So it's, uh, uh, it's all fun. Yeah, for sure. So I'm, um, we don't have to like stick strictly to bass. Like I guess when you were, uh, like, I guess what drove, drove you to start learning guitar. Um, I think just music, you know, like I said, I, you know, when I heard like system of a down and like kind of started venturing on my own music path of like, of my interest, it wasn't like someone else showing me music. You know, I was starting to find my own, my own music and my own bands that were cool. Um, I kind of 180. I was in like the new metal, you know, Limp Bizkit and like, you know, Slipknot and all that was like big when I was like in middle school and stuff. And then, um, I kind of like 180 then, and then I heard Under Oath for the first time, and I was like, "What? What is this? Like, <laughs> this band is like heavy, and they have like a like their clean vocalist is like singing, but their screamer sounds like so awesome screaming." And I was like, "The music just sounded really cool," and, and Under Oath was kind of chaotic too, like they have those like discords, and but but then it gets so melodic when they when they have the choruses and stuff, so. Like when I heard Under Oath, I feel like my my music like <clears throat> my music like that I was interested in just 180, and Under Oath just blew my mind. Um, it was when uh, they're only chasing safety was out, and then I think Define the Great Line like was about to drop when I found out about Under Oath. When like so like I was listening, to they're only chasing safety, and I was like, wait, they're about to have a new album out. It was just like a mind blowing experience, and then like from then on, it was just like you know, okay, I love listening to this, but how do I play it? And like, you know, and that kind of just drove me to it. I think just the love for the love for music, you kind of listening to it's one thing, but like playing along with a song or something like that, it's like a whole, whole different joy. And then as I learned more, you know, musically and got better at playing, you know, playing with other people is just like the best thing too. Yeah. So, um so like whenever you started learning guitar um were your intentions to like 
just learn how to play like the music you liked or did you know that you wanted to like create your own music um i think early on it was hard i was i was bad at creating music mm-hmm. uh and writing music so a lot of it was just learning songs and trying to play play along with with songs and, and gain speed with picking and stuff and technique like that um i started going to a uh, a guy, his name's Dale Prasco um, in Chesterton, where, I'm, where I grew up. Um, I actually grew up around the Chicago area. Um, so I started taking lessons from this guy in my town. And um, he, went to, uh, he went to Berkeley out in Boston for music. And so he's like real, real, real um, renowned with like, you know, music theory and everything like that. So, he, you know, I learned a lot of like more theory and like scales and I was learning chords and we were learning kind of everything other than you know, metal and stuff. So that's where I got a lot of the guitar knowledge from was, was taking lessons with him. Um, and then I would take it home and I would, I would put it towards learning songs and, you know, learn, learning keys and stuff and, and finding scales and, and doing it by ear. So um, I think that helped me with learning guitar. And then I was able to take it, take it home and kind of put it towards, you know, listening to music I liked and, and, and then making it work with, with my type of music. Cause he was like a jazz rock um, blues player, but it's all kind of relative as you, you know, yeah. <laughs> put music together. It all, it all kind of falls the same patterns. It's just in different keys or tunings or, you know, scales. So, but yeah, that's uh, that, that really just sparked my interest and I just kind of ran with it. So that was fun. I'm glad I did it, you know, yeah, yeah, that, that's badass, especially to learn, like, theory and scales, like, kind of when you're starting, I think gives you just uh, an advantage um, writing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. And, and then the writing process has helped, you know, sped up and, and got quicker for me, you know, and I got better at it because I was understanding music better. Early on, I was just reading tabs and working on my own, and I just wasn't I wasn't getting better as quickly as I was when I started, you know, taking lessons and, you know, kind of being forced to like learn, learn theory and stuff like that. A lot of it, you know, you kind of, you kind of can bang your head off, off of something for so long. And it, sometimes you struggle to get past like a, a block, but um, you know, having someone else playing with someone else or, or learning from someone else is uh, um, really beneficial. So I think that helped me kind of take it to a new, new level and take it more seriously. And, um, you know, force me to, keep uh, practicing and, you know, learning, learning new things that I wouldn't necessarily learn by myself sitting at my computer with YouTube instead of, you know, just learning covers or something like that. So that was a awesome time in my life. And I'm glad I, I came across uh, him and I'm still friends with him to this day and, and stuff like that. So. Yeah, that, that's definitely awesome to hear. Um, when, when did you start um, playing like in the live in the live scene, like in uh, Chicago? Yeah. So probably in the last, uh, I'd say five years, um, I actually was playing just in, in jam bands or cover bands. Um, I never really got into too much traction with an original band up around Chicago. It was mostly just, you know, like trying to record with, with bandmates or we would have a band, but we wouldn't play anywhere. We just try to record, we were like trying to record an album and then, then you get bored and then you start a new band. And so it was like, you know, kind of going, going around in circles with that for a while, but, um, but, and then, um, about two, well, I guess it's been about last, uh, last September was a year. I moved to Little Rock for my job. 
So when I moved to Little Rock, um, that's when I came in contact with uh, Tyler and Jacob, our drummer and our guitarist. Mm-hmm. Um, I met th- I met them on Instagram, and uh, just just was like on a comment on a post. I was like, "Does anyone like listen to metalcore or like you know hardcore or pop punk around Little Rock?" Uh, on just like some Instagram page that was like Little Rock music scene or something like that, and and uh, and Tyler, our drummer, messaged me and was like, "Hey, we need a bass player," and he was mm-hmm. like, "I was like." sign me up, you know? And he, and it was like the easiest audition ever because I never <laughs> played for them. And he was just like, okay, you're in the band. And it was like, sweet. So <laughs> I, I, my audition was basically telling them what bands I like and, and they were like all approved. And then, and then they were like, okay, you're in the band. So, so it's been a, a fun experience and, and cool meeting those guys. Cause when I first moved down to Little Rock, it was a new city and a new, new area for me. And I didn't know a lot of people. So um, definitely getting into the music scene and, um, obviously shortly after that, you know, COVID and everything. So we've not been able to play a whole lot or, or at all, actually, we, we've all been just working on recording and getting our single out and, and working on our EP that'll hopefully be out in February or March. So yeah. we got a lot of stuff in the works, but it's been, it's been good getting the single out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if it's going to sound like, like the single, um, I, I'm stoked because that, that sounds great. I was, definitely uh like i don't know not surprised but I, I was stoked for the quality the quality sounds sounds really good like mix and stuff um yeah i think i think the one thing that we're stoked about with with the song is besides tyler our drummer who used to be in another band around little rock that had some good traction and they were pretty established for you know the region you know they'd go to texas they go to um St. Louis, Little Rock, Memphis, they were, they were playing like weekend tours and and small tours and stuff. So they had some traction, but besides Tyler, no one else in the, um, in the band is, is really from the scene down there. So I think we're excited to kind of hopefully break on and with COVID, you know, passing and us kind of having, working on some music, we can hopefully start, you know, playing right away and hitting the ground running and and hopefully surprising some people because uh, everyone else in the band, like I'm from Chicago and uh, Jacob, our, our um, and Brady, our guitarists, like they've not really been in any any local Little Rock bands, or you know, in the scene or whatever. And and then uh, Garrett, our singer, is is kind of the same way. He, he's worked on a lot of side projects and his own things, but it's never been anything in the Little Rock scene. So we're we're excited to hit the ground running and hopefully have our EP out and be able to start playing some shows and hopefully surprising some people and making a name for ourselves. So yeah yeah definitely i'm stoked because that sounds like it's gonna be the first time playing live and stuff and just that experience like it it's so yeah. it's so cool yeah so for a few of us it will be and then um you know new to the area so um we're just excited to, to get going on it but um so far the the feedback's been good on the song and i think it's just helping you know light a fire under all of us to keep keep it going so yeah for sure um so i know uh, you said you moved for work um did you so you brought your gear like were your intentions also like hey i'm moving i'm definitely gonna continue playing music oh yeah for sure no that was never never a a thought that i wouldn't i'd stop playing the first thing i thought of was like how am i gonna weasel my way into a band or uh, find some people (laughs) that like good music so moving down south from Chicago, I was like, what's the scene like down there? I was a little worried, you know, but, uh, 
my first few months in Little Rock, uh, Kublai Khan played a show at a pizza place in Little Rock. So I was like, all right, this is going to be pretty cool. <laughs> if this is uh, the first uh, show I've gone to, it was it was pretty pretty kick-ass show. And I like Kublai Khan a lot. So yeah, that's, that's a band. That's a band that uh, would I'd say would inspire me with bass because Kublai Khan has a lot of prominent bass lines and it's just heavy as shit. And I love that. Yeah, super heavy. Are are they from Houston? They Texas. Uh, I think they're from like the Dallas area. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but they're from Texas. Yeah. And just brutal, man. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um. So, when you're writing, or when a, a river used writing, like, are you just focused on bass parts, or do you try to bring some of the guitar, um, um the guitarist in I, you? I, yeah, I'd say going forward, I'd like to be a part of the writing process just in general um, with with everything, just because I do play guitar a lot um, and I, I do play bass a lot. But um, it was kind of weird because, not weird, but the, the, the timing with me coming into the band pretty much was Riverview already had the EP re- recorded as a demo. So they've pretty much got all the music recorded um, in demo format and... Garrett is probably going to put together, we're, pro- we're probably going to finalize our last song, which is going to be kind of like an acoustic, you know, building into a, a full band song. So, um, yeah, really, really, I came into that after they kind of had everything written. So uh, Tyler and Jacob, our guitarist and drummer, um, they recorded a lot of this on their own and working together. And then everyone else kind of came in. Um, so for the single, I wrote the bass part for it. Um, and this has all been done remotely because we're, you know, with COVID and quarantining and I'm actually in the Chicago area right now. So I'm not down in little rock. So they sent me like the files and everything. And I recorded my baseline on it. And then Brady, our lead guitarist recorded the leads for it. And then, um, Garrett, I think went to Jacob's apartment and recorded the vocals. So it was all kind of just put together in pieces and then and then um tyler recorded the drums in a studio in little rock so he recorded two songs in the studio so we're hoping to have the other song out by around christmas or the new year but i guess from to answer your question like you said like i kind of came in late and joined the band after they kind of had everything written but um i'm constantly writing and, and sending stuff to Jacob and our other, you know, bandmates and, and trying to see how, how we could fit stuff into new songs or if it might be a lead part or, you know, a baseline or something that we could turn into a song, you know, just little things like that. So I think when we write our first album and, and go to a studio and stuff like that, I, I want to be definitely into that process of doing all that. So. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so wild how technology has come as far as like, like for bandmates or band members. Um, So right now, I mean, during this time, like for quarantine, uh, is that primarily how y'all are, I guess, like practicing or communicating? Yeah. 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 Staying sane for sure. I mean, music, I got like a little studio set up that I, you know, nothing special, but I mean, I can sit and play for hours and it kind of frees me because I'm, I'm working remote. So I work from home and, you know, you get cabin fever just sitting around all day, you know, working all day and then not leaving your house. And so trying to be safe, you know, COVID conscious, uh, through it all. Um, you know, Tyler, Tyler works at like a nursing home or something. So he's, you know, kind of been around COVID 
um, and, and COVID cases. So we've kind of, we've kind of held off from jamming and, and practicing. Plus, like I said, I've been up around Chicago because the holidays right now I'm up with family. So, um, I'll be back to little rock after Christmas and we'll probably take it from there. But yeah, I just think, you know, technology, like you said, and recording is so much easier these days. I mean, you know, there's bands that we listen to that probably have written their first couple albums on their, on their own, you know, they don't go to a studio, they write it on their own, their own studio setup. And that's becoming more common these days. And, you know, back in the day, you know, nineties and stuff, you'd have to go to a studio and record everything. You didn't have an app, you know, iMac or, you know, an interface and, you know, studio monitors in your, in your basement to do all that. So I think uh, overall, yeah, just kind of staying sane, playing music has has kind of kept kept me in a positive mental state with with everything going on, and um, and uh, we've also been able to record our parts and send them, you know, via via the internet and email and you know our studios and stuff like that. So we've been able to to get our single written, and then we sent it to the guy that did our mixing and mastering, and he took care of it and sent it back to us a few times and we tweaked some stuff and then it was, it was good to go. So um, it's definitely been, been a blessing having the technology there to, to help us through it. But, but uh, obviously I think we're, we're all ready for this to end and be back to normal and be able to get together once or twice a week to practice too. And, you know, play shows and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Um, so what is a, like in your opinion, what should like bands be doing to kind of get their name out or their single out, like in this time of, of quarantine? Um, I think it's been cool what a lot of bands have done. I mean, it's, it's really been awesome watching a lot of these bands that I, I look up to and that inspire me, you know, do these live streams. Uh, I think that's been really cool. Um, especially with some of the, um, money and, and uh, technology they've thrown into doing these live streams is, is pretty awesome. Uh, Under Oath for one, I, I watched their live stream. They did theirs. Um, and then I just watched recently the Devil Wears Prada and the Architects one. Um, they had one. Um, so that was cool seeing bands do that. Uh, we didn't have the, you know, setup or, or ability to do that, but that would be something cool. I think that hopefully hopefully that will stay and bands will be doing that, you know, going forward, whether we're back to normal or not, you know, I think that's just something awesome. I love when bands do that. Um, But for us, I think, and maybe smaller bands, I can't speak for everyone, but in my opinion right now is like a good time for us as a band because we're not rushed to like throw together an EP and get it out and get it on youtube or the internet to like promote ourselves we can we can take our time and we can nitpick it or we can make it how we want it and we're not rushed through that process because we can't we can't really do anything anyway um and, and it's allowing us to build a presence online with um with our social media and and hopefully grow uh, our fan base locally while we're quarantining and you know working from home and you know can't be out doing it playing shows and stuff so i think it's you know you know, we'd rather be out playing and doing that stuff, but it's also forcing us to really, you know, give the best EP we can here with these songs we've recorded and spend, spend time on it without being rushed and feeling like we got to get it out so we could start playing shows and stuff like that. So I think for local small bands, it's probably good to, you know, that they're focusing on writing and stuff like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, everyone wants to play shows too. So. Yeah. Um, 
when your EP comes out, is it something where you're going to, do you think you'll want to say like independent and DIY? Or are you going to try to like shop it to labels? Like what, what are kind of your future goals? I think there's some small like labels that we, we might want to be a part of like with local little rock, you know, um, just like friends and stuff from the, the, the scene. But I think we'll probably try to stay independent and do as much as we can DIY as long as we can, just because, you know, money's a big thing and, um, you know, stuff like that. So we'll, uh, we'll probably, we'll probably work that out. I don't know if we've really discussed that as a band yet, but, um, that's kind of our thoughts, but we do, we do have some friends and, and some contacts that we, we know through the scene or Tyler knows through the scene in Little Rock that it'd be cool to, you know, work together, you know, support each other. I think that's the cool thing about local bands and smaller bands and, and local scenes is that everyone kind of, you know, works together and wants to help each other out. And it's just a, a cool, a cool vibe, you know, going with that. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, and it's also, you know, with the technology and COVID or not even just COVID, like just now, like if you ask a band, you know, if you want to be on a record label, the answer is not always like yes yeah. anymore. Um, it's just like you want to do a DIY, you want to have that hands-on in that community. So mm. I think I think that's really cool. Uh, cool of y'all. Yeah, I think I think the goal, like when you were a kid, was like I want to be in a band. I want to be signed to a label, and that was always like the the, the dream, you know. Um, but I think I think as like you said, as people you know, we've gotten a little older and times have changed and, you know, technology is a little, a little more advanced. It's like, there's no need for that, you know? So I'm sure there's pros and cons to it. We'd have to, you know, look at all that, but, but I think doing it independently and, and DIYing it as, as much as you can is a good, it feels good too. And, and it gives you a sense of accomplishment when you start to, you know, build momentum and things kind of start going in your favor. You start seeing your fans messaging you more, or your Instagram likes and in Facebook going up because you know, you've been grinding out shows and, you know, playing, playing the crappy shows to get to the better <laughs> shows. So. Yeah. Y'all, y'all still need to play the crappy shows. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah. The, <laughs> the crappy shows are good, man. Yeah. Cause you could so, sit back and crack a beer and be like, remember when we played that place? Yeah. For sure. There's three people there and a grandma. <laughs> yeah. And Jacob's grandma is there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. Um what what are you what's your like setup now? What are you playing? Um I actually just got a new bass. I had a Fender Jazzmaster. Um and I and I picked up one of these. Let me look real fast so I can tell you. I got one of these uh Stingrays. It's not a music man, but it's like the, the Sterling. Um, the Sterling uh, Music Man um, Stingray yeah. or whatever. I picked one of those up recently, um, and I still have the Fender Jazzmaster. Um, so uh, I, my rig is just uh, – it's actually uh, a, an off-brand 4x10 cabinet, and I play through a 200-watt head, and it's also a relatively off-brand um, head. It's an old one. I want to upgrade. I'm actually going to probably buy – I want to buy like an orange tear or something like that. Um, so that's probably my next purchase um, to upgrade the live, the live rig a little bit, but 
my bases I like a lot. They play really well, the, the Jazz Master and then that uh, um, that Stingray. So, um, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I had more. My guitars, I have a um, an ESP Deluxe EC1000. That's kind of been my go-to guitar for a long time. I have an Ibanez too, just an RG. Yeah. That was my first guitar, but the the ESP, I mean, is just like a staple in 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 rock and metal and pop yeah. punk. It's just a yeah, very universal guitar. So yeah, um, like the eclipses just remind me of like metalcore, just super yeah. heavy, just yeah, like old Devil Wears Prada or like uh, stuff like that. Yeah, um, I I have a my guitar set rig set up. I have a um a PV sixty five oh five plus um the 120 watt tube head um and then i have a two by 12 harley benton cabinet i don't know if you have heard of that those or know it uh it's yeah got the, the brand yeah it's they're from germany um and it has the celestian v the vintage 30s which which are in the orange amps so i found it online and it was it was cheaper than the orange cab i mean it was you know half as much or whatever so i was like i'm gonna give it a try and it worked out really well I think I got it for like 250 bucks. It's a two by 12 cabinet. So mm. it, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, and that's my guitar rig. So I've definitely put more, more uh, love into the guitar rig. So I'm, I'm working on, uh, you know, upgrading some of the bass stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It'll all come in in due time. Yeah. Out what you like yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I want to change the pickups out on that, that stingray that I just bought. And that's my next, uh, next move there i just haven't had time to do it yet nice what are you what are you looking into um i might just try to duplicate the 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 uh, ernie ball and put the seymour duncans in it okay but uh i don't know any recommendation um i'm i'm normally say stock like the the pickups that i've liked the most have been like bardellini's but I okay. don't know if they have them for Stingray style. I would okay. imagine so. Um, but I know like Bare Knuckle are yeah, also. Yeah, Bare Knuckle like, I like a lot too, yeah. Well, so we'll using. see. My friend has the same bass and he he plays it and he bought the Seymour Duncans for it. Um, I, I like the Bare, bare Knuckles are good too. Um, so I'll just have to do some searching around, see what I can find. Yeah, yeah, for one, sure. One, one fun thing. One fun thing about music is uh, is gear too, you know. Oh man, yeah. I mean, you still like? Is it a four string? Like, you playing? Yeah, it's four, four string. string yeah. yeah, like yeah. five and six strings or like yeah effects or whatever. Yeah. There's, there's so well, much. as much time as I spend playing, I feel like you always spend like twice as much time looking at gear and you know. Yeah, window shopping you know. for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's the next big purchase or? Um, but yeah, no, that's, uh, that's kind of my current, my current setup. So like I said, I kind of want to, want to upgrade my, my base head pretty sooner and uh, get something, something a little better for that. But for now, what I, what I've been rocking has been, been doing all right. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's still some time with, with COVID and stuff. I don't know about, uh, in your area, but like here in Texas, it's, it's getting worse. Um, yeah than it was yeah uh, chicago's kind of the same way it kind of is you know spiked and stuff um and you know there's just you know 
we're not going to be playing like little bars or something like that, you know, where they're still having some, some shows and bands playing right now, but it's just, it's just too risky with everything. And it's just, you know, not worth the time probably where yeah. we could be focusing it on, on recording and, and getting the, the, the music right, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I got some time, not really rushing it. I mean, I probably, you know, who knows, it could be till next summer before things kind of get back to normal. So, I'll just I'll keep playing stuff, <laughs> playing stuff, and and see what I like and what sounds good. So I know I'll uh, make the right decision when I splurge uh, next time. So, yeah, for sure. Um, so where can uh, people listen to uh, Riverview? So if you go on uh, Facebook, our Facebook page is River at Riverview, um, or I guess it's Facebook is just Riverview Official um, is our page. Uh, but um, our Instagram is at Riverview Band AR for Arkansas. Um, on both of those social media platforms, there we have our song on the Instagram TV and on Facebook on our page. You can find the uh, the Facebook video that we posted of the uh, the song um, on Facebook. It has all our links to YouTube and all our social medias as well. But uh, we're also on Spotify, Apple Music, basically every. Uh, major streaming platform are, are singles out right now so um, if you just search Riverview Band or Riverview um, it'll pull our band up and you can stream it through those uh, networks as well cool and uh, where can people find out more about uh, yourself about me um, if you guys follow my Instagram uh, hefe h-e-f-e um, nine is my Instagram um, and and that's where I have basically all my personal, uh, personal stuff. Uh, you know, my link on my bio is my link to, to Riverview as well. But, uh, um, if you get on our Riverview Instagram, it's the easiest way. We have all of our personal pages linked through the bio on the Riverview Instagram. And that's the best way to follow us all, check us all out, see what we're doing through quarantine and, uh, um, post maybe some snippets of uh some new songs and, and recording so cool all right man well i thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me and uh being a guest here um definitely stoked to put this out and definitely yeah. stoked to hear more or that ep coming yeah. out oh yeah for sure man it's been a pleasure uh glad we got to catch up and talk uh talk music man i've been following your page for a little bit so i was getting stoked to get on here with you and uh run through everything Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Have a good night, and I will talk to you later. All right. Take care, man. Thanks. Later.